Thank you for joining us on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we look forward to this week with new messages of hope and encouragement. And today's message is entitled The Wedding Feast. It's found in Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. And we'll begin reading with verse 1. Jesus spoke to them again in a parable or a story saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent out servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent out more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. The oxen, the fatted cattle have been butchered, and everything is ready. Come to the banquet the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention to the servants, and they went off on their own. Each one went their own way. One person went to his field, and another person had other business to attend to. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, abused them, and they killed them. The king was enraged. He was very upset. He sent his army and destroyed those who had killed his servants, and he burned the city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. Go to the streets and invite anyone to the banquet that you find. So the servants went to the streets and gathered all the people that they could find, both good and bad, And the wedding hall was filled with many guests. But when the king came in to see the guests that had arrived, he noticed there was a man who was not wearing wedding clothes. Friend, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told his attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, of this great wedding feast. We thank you that you invite each and every one of us to this great feast. But Lord, we know that not everyone is going to accept that invitation, or they're going to put it off for another time. But now is the time to accept that invitation. Lord, we pray as we bring forth this message that you will give me the words and the wisdom. We pray for those that would hear it, that it will help them along their walk with you, whether they know you as their personal Savior or today can be that day. But Lord, we just ask for wisdom and knowledge as we bring forth this message. Amen, amen. So Jesus here speaks a parable or a story. He's telling them about the kingdom of heaven. I can imagine the people standing around listening to this story. He goes on to describe it as a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. Imagine God preparing the greatest banquet, a homecoming for you and I, even for the people that he was talking to there in the crowd that was listening. That's just what Jesus was describing here in the scripture. 
Jesus gives great detail in this story, as we read, as we just read. We see that God invited people from all walks of life. However, we see many people came up with excuses not to attend the great banquet. Let's look at the story and see who and what happens. We see in the latter verse, uh, verse 4, the servant says to the man, Come to the wedding banquet. This was an official invite from the king. We see how people's priorities are earthly focused, even in today. They're not heavenly focused. We get so busy with priorities here each and every day that we don't make room for God. We don't think of heavenly things. Another person said he had purchased land and he needed to go and see it. You know, there were others in verse 6 who seized the king's servants. They mistreated them. They abused them. They even killed them. How tragic it sounds. But we can look into the scripture and see how the servants of God were mistreated. They were tortured. They were killed. We think of the prophets in the Old Testament. We think of the disciples and many, many people that have long suffered, were tortured, mistreated, and even killed in the name of God. The messengers were inviting the people to know who God was to obey God, to follow God. He was inviting them to this wedding feast. I believe this great feast or this wedding feast is going to be like nothing we've ever seen in this world. Even the most luxurious wedding, uh, you'll have a feast with food. There'll be nothing like that in heaven. It will be beyond our wildest dreams, the wildest way we, or the way we could imagine what it would be like. But tragically, many will miss this opportunity. Many will reject the king's invitation. Many will think of themselves, their priorities, their self-interest. Just like the people in this story, throughout the history, God has invited all. He made no exceptions. However, we know that all will not come to him. They will not accept his invitation. In verse 8, we see, once again, he sent his servants out to the highways and the byways, to the street corners, to your neighborhood, to my neighborhood, even sometimes to another country, to invite people to this great wedding feast, to know Jesus as their personal Savior. We see many did come to the wedding feast. They were from all walks of life. The rich, the poor, the middle class. He said good and bad came to the wedding feast. We see in the scripture. The king invited everyone. He did not discriminate. He did not select by rich or poor. He said invite them all. You know, today Jesus invites everyone to come unto him, to be a part of this great wedding feast, this banquet that will never end, a homecoming of sorts. 
But we see a pause in the story here. I wonder if the king had his servants invite anybody and everybody to the feast. We see they invited the good, the bad. But why single out this one man as we see in the scripture? In verse 11, we see the king came in to the banquet hall to see all those who had come, all those who accepted his invitation. But we see the king noticed this one man in all the crowd in this sea of people who was at the feast. He was not wearing wedding clothes. The king called him friend. He did not use bad words or a threatening tone, a voice. He called him friend. In John chapter 10, verse 9, we are told of a thief who comes not just to steal, but to kill and to destroy. Also in John chapter 10, verse 9, Jesus says, I am, or I have come, that they may have life, and that they may have life abundantly. Jesus sacrificed his life for you and I today. He came into the world to share. Just like this king, he was inviting us into the, in to the kingdom of God. In verse 11 of John chapter 10, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life or lays down his life for his sheep. Think about that today, the sacrifice that Jesus made. In John 3, 16 and 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But it says in 17, God sent his Son into the world, not to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. He was giving that opportunity, just like this wedding feast. He was giving the invitation. God was extending this invitation. Jesus was extending this invitation to the people that was listening. Jesus says he's the good shepherd. He gave his life. He laid down his life for his sheep, for you and I. In Isaiah chapter 61, verse 10, we are told what the wedding clothes will be like. He will clothe us with garments of salvation. We will be in robes of righteousness. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, a bride adorns herself with jewels. We think of this interesting thing found in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 10. We see this man that he, he points out is speechless. Many today are just like this man. We are speechless. We think we're going to make it to heaven on our own merits. We can be a good person and get to heaven. We will surely be invited to the wedding feast. Or are we living an illusion on the outside and forever being lost on the inside? 
Clothes don't get you to heaven. Possessions don't get you to heaven. Being a good person and a generous person doesn't get you to heaven. Money does not get you to heaven. Status does not get you to heaven. The only way to heaven is through repentance, humbling ourselves before Almighty God, surrendering our hearts and our minds and our lives over to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So today, where are you among these people mentioned in Matthew 22, 1-14? Today, Jesus is calling. Will you answer the call to the greatest wedding feast in heaven? Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, what a powerful message this is today. It reminds us of the world we live in today. How true it is, many are invited. How many people find excuses? Not today. Maybe next year, I'll accept the Lord as my personal Savior. Maybe tomorrow. But in all reality, Lord, we're not promised tomorrow, the next minute. It's not a scare tactic. You know, many people say, oh, well, the churches scare us into believing or scare us to make a decision. But the reality is there is going to be a great wedding feast in heaven. You know, the angels rejoice when one comes to know the Lord as their personal Savior. I can imagine what it's like in heaven, among the angels, rejoicing. Choirs of angels, I can imagine, on the day of the wedding feast, what it would be like. We will be in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But the sad thing is today, there are, there are people that are not going to accept. But as Christians, like these servants, we are called to share the good news of hope. We're not called to cram the message down people's throat or to pester people with with the scripture, but we are to share our testimony. We are to invite people to this great wedding banquet, this wedding feast. Because what a glorious day that will be when my Jesus I shall see, when he takes me by the hand and leads me to the promised land. He's going to lead me and you, those who know he's the great shepherd, the shepherd who laid down his life for you and I. It was costly. It cost Jesus his life. But he gives us the hope of eternity. We have that promise through the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ today. So if you don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, today can be that day. If you're struggling with your relationship with the Lord, today can be the day that you can totally surrender everything over. Are you invited to the wedding feast today? I'm inviting you to the wedding feast, to a personal relationship with God. It's as easy as repenting. Surrendering all over to the Lord Jesus Christ, your heart, your mind, your life. We give it all over to him. 
and he gives it back to us for service. We too can be like these servants. We can share the good news with the world around us, with our neighbor, with our community, with another country. So we ask a blessing upon this message today, Lord. We pray for those that are not yet ready to make that decision. But we pray somehow, some way, they will review the scripture and they want to be counted among the people at the wedding feast. They will make a decision to follow you. This Monday can be a mess, the best day of their life. It can be the beginning, the start of a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. We can read his word. We can walk with him. We can talk with him. Along life's narrow way, just like the words of the song. He's our hope. He's our great shepherd. He will never lead us astray. We ask all this in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. We give you all the glory and honor. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us on this Monday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we look forward to joining you on Tuesday with a new message of hope and encouragement. Thank you for listening. God bless. Have a great day. Pastor Doug Solomon.